I kind of lost control and just was at a point of like, I like, I fully need help. And like, if I don't get help, I, I was scared for myself. I think the biggest thing is just like, you're not alone. And like, there are people out there that can help you and all of that. But I, I think like, if anything, that was the scariest part for me, always feeling that I was alone. Hello and welcome back to Coffee and a Good Vibe. How are we doing today? Guys, we are joined with the legend, Justin Saul, who is the founder of Elwood Clothing. So if you don't know Elwood Clothing, I know you're going to fall in love with the brand after this episode because they are a streetwear and vintage apparel line designed and curated in Los Angeles. And we had the pleasure of sitting down with the founder and creative director, Justin guys are gonna love this episode because I know so many of you guys are such a big fan of Alyssa Lynch. She's been on the podcast before. She was a part of our Hampton special panel events and she is Justin's partner. In this episode, we dived into so many things with Justin from his relationship to building this brand to his creative direction, tips for really finding that aesthetic, you know, going after your calling in life, going after your purpose. Because let me tell you, one thing that inspires me the most about Justin, and I meet so many people through being a podcast host and, you know, you get, you get to meet new people, you interview them. And you know, when you have this interview, it's almost sometimes your first time meeting them in real life. And through following Justin and the brand beforehand, I knew I was gonna just be so excited to get the chance to have this time with him to go into his brain and hear everything about what he's creating in the world. But he is one of the most sincere, unapologetic and genuine person that I've ever met. He is truly just so in his lane. And whenever I come across people like this, there's a reason why they are so special and what they're creating in the world is so beyond and so impactful. And you just know when you're in someone's presence like this, how their legacy that they're speaking into existence is just coming into fruition. And you guys know I'm so big on law of attraction and you know energy and what you put out into the world. And truly Justin is, is living that. And I think that you guys are gonna love this episode for so many reasons because we dive into his mindset, his belief system, his way of being, and you will truly see how his confidence and belief in his ability to create the magic of whatever he touches is so real. Another reason why I'm just so grateful to be sharing this episode with you all in this conversation is because it is so real, pure, and vulnerable. Justin opens up so much about his struggles with mental health, how he deals with it, how he really encourages other people to lean into it, whether it's even for a friend or for yourself. I think there's so much inner work that we should all be doing and all be honoring. And when someone comes on the podcast and you know, I like to get vulnerable on my solos, but when you share from that authentic vulnerable place, it's insane the ripple effect it can have on others because in your vulnerability lies so much power and that power has the effect to really make such a positive ripple in other people then reflecting on their own lives, their own actions and things that they can do to truly feel less alone in this life. I always say this, that we are never alone on these infinite and abundant life journeys that we're on, even when truly in your darkest times or the times that you feel most alone, to just know that you're never alone. And, you know, if you guys can come back to Coffee and a Good Vibe, listen to these podcasts, these inspiring conversations, and just know that you can have them in your toolkit and pull them out whenever you need that in your ear, then this podcast purpose is being so abundantly fulfilled. So I'm going to end it there because this episode is jammed with so many gems. And if you guys are loving this episode, it would mean the world if you guys can screenshot your phones on whatever platform you're listening. Tag Justin, tag Coffee and a Good Vibe on Instagram. I will have our handles in the show notes. We would love to share the love, celebrate you, connect with you. And it definitely will help this episode reach more people and this episode just deserves to hit as many people as possible. I'm sending you so much love wherever you're at. And let's dive into this amazing conversation with the one, the only founder of Elwood, Justin. Thank you so Hello. much for being on the podcast today. Yes. Thank you for having me or coming this is here. This your uh, yeah. second podcast ever. Yep. So we're honored. But this is going to be nothing like any other podcast. Even if you've done 100, this is going to be different. <laughs> cool. I'm excited. 
So before we started rolling, we were just talking, having good vibes, and you you spoke so much like that I think this community would love to dive into on like boundaries and energy and being unapologetic and vision. So we're gonna tap into all of that today. But you know, I wanna start. If you could give us a little bit of a background on your story. Who is Justin? Guys, if you're watching the video, he's got this very cool vibe. <laughs> he's founder of Elwood, but he's like very laid back, very chill, Malibu boy. Mm. Give us the background. Yeah, kind of just grew up playing soccer, was always kind of in the clothing a bit, and then kind of like it all like segued into like where I am today, but yeah, mom, dad, my beautiful sister. There's, I mean, there's so much, but that's kind of like the gist of it. But born and raised in LA. And Malibu. still in LA. Still Will you ever LA. leave LA? Uh, no, I don't think so. I get that question a lot. Uh, potentially, there's, I think like bi coastal would be cool one yeah. day to like fully be bi coastal. That would be rad. And we and Liz always chat about it. Like if something, like if we were to exit from, Elwood or like, I don't know, like living in Japan for like a year and a half would be really fucking cool. That's sick. That's like my favorite place on earth. We're not going to flow. We're just going to flow organically. So question on that. Like, do you get really inspired in LA with the fashion? Because anyone who's, I know a lot of this community knows Elwood and follows it. And if not after this episode, you're going to become obsessed. Yes. But like, it's so in its own lane. Like, yeah, there's a lot of other, like you can get sweatsuits from mm. Matt Happy, but it's different. It's different. So like, yeah. where does your inspiration stem from with this brand and everything you're innovating towards? I think it stems from like, yeah, being in LA, it is very inspiring growing up mm -hmm. and being around people that are very in the scene. Like every day I'm outside, I'm looking at someone like, wow, they put that outfit together really fucking cool. And like being able to like take that constructive feedback from myself and like, know, like, I don't know at all. Like other mm -hmm. people are so creative and are able to do all these other things and like I get like a lot of inspiration from like just yeah everyday things on the street from colors and people but yeah I think I think Elwood's just a little different from like some of my background which we can kind of get into but like when I first started in the clothing business it was like doing sales like for a private label company mm -hmm. and if you guys don't know what like private label is it's essentially like making product for a retailer. So say we were doing business with Target, it would be like their brands. So we like make their own brands for them. We don't have to worry about marketing. All we really have to worry about is design and the end of the day, like a price that they need to buy it from you to put it in their stores. So like that's where I first started. So I saw like the macro level, like from the get go working with Walmart and Target and Sears and JCPenney and Kohl's and all these big wow. guys of like seeing all that. So like a lot of like the vision for Elwood is like taking that like mass market macro level and like trickling it into something that can still be mass market for the right price, but then fully be able to spin it and put our vision and build a brand out of it rather than like building a brand for other people, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, on that like area of your journey, you know, when you like were working for these other companies, like now you're building for Outlet and it's like right to you. You know, when people always say like, I know a lot of people listening to this are, they work for another company, but they want to be an entrepreneur. And I know being an entrepreneur, it's like, you're always working because it's all on you. Like you benefit, you want to, you have this vision, but what, what, was it always like the internal desire to work for yourself? Mm. Like when you were working for those other brands, learning so much, were you just like, I want to get out of this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think if my mom's watching this, I love you. But like it stems <laughs> back from like, just like wanting to just do whatever I wanted to do when I was a child. And yeah, that's cliche to say. Everyone says that. But like truly, mm. I didn't really listen that well. I love my parents for putting up with me, but like I very was always wanting to just do whatever I wanted to do. And that might've been doing what others did at times or whatever, but like it was really coming for me. If I was doing what others wanted, were doing, it was a choice for myself to be able to do that. Or like vice versa, like what others were doing, maybe I wouldn't go and do cause I didn't feel like doing it. And I think like it started there 
I mean, fuck, it started in soccer. Like, I wouldn't fucking listen to a coach. And, like, that was, like, the number one thing. And, like, I would even, like, scare myself sometimes, like, growing up. Like, yeah, fuck. Like, what if I have a boss and, like, I don't listen to my boss? Like, I don't know. I always struggled with, like, where was I going to land in, like, the business world if I didn't Mm -hmm. play professional soccer? Because that was, like, my goal. And then kind of starting these jobs and, you know, working for people. And I've had like unbelievable bosses. I've been like very blessed in that standpoint. And I've learned so much, but I just go off of a feeling. And like, sometimes I don't follow that feeling when I don't follow that feeling, bad things kind of (laughs) happen, but I always kind of go off a feeling. And yeah, when it came to Elwood or whatever brand it was going to be, I always kind of knew this is what I wanted to do. Yeah, it's so innate yeah. and like you can feel it. It's a lot of self-awareness. Mm. You know, we talk about self-awareness so much because it's the key to anything, your personal life, like the decisions you make. Do you have any like things that you did to strengthen that self-awareness? Because you you have it locked in and it seemed like from a young age, you were very self-aware of like, I don't want to listen to anyone. Mm. I know what's best for me and I always want to take that path. But it's like, some people can be in their head about a lot of things and not listen to like their intuition or their higher self because they just listen to everyone else's opinions, but you're the opposite. So even if you could provide any insight for someone listening on how to become more of that, because I think like it serves so much in life to have more of that putting yourself first energy. Yeah. Good question. I would like to say like, I've always been this like self-aware and to your point, like, Mm was I self-aware or was I kind of like defiant as a child too, you know? So like, I think there was like a mix of both. I definitely like always felt and knew what I wanted and what I wanted to do, Mm -hmm. but definitely like from peer pressure as a young kid, being able to, or being told to do certain things and having to do certain things like school and all these other things. But I don't know. I think like where it really clicked for me was, when I left school playing soccer, I left school and didn't make it to like the next level. And then I, I really was like, okay, A, what am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. And then B, like clearly this didn't happen for a reason. Yeah. And like, why Justin? You were good. I was always one of the best at soccer. I was best at my college team. I won all the awards, but there was something that was like off and like that Mm -hmm. was when I really like was able to like look in the mirror and like try and dissect like what like what was the issue and like we talked about this before like I think I always just played the victim of Mm -hmm. like oh like the coach didn't play me so I didn't get seen by this coach. So if I didn't get seen by the galaxy, then like no wonder I don't have a tryout with the galaxy or whatever these yeah. things that you make up in your mind. So I think like I always talk about this, but just my ego, like dropping my mm. ego and like understanding that like I am like every single person out there. Once I was able to like really oh, that's solid. dive into that, then how, it could, helped. How? How did you start like differentiating like you playing victim to like being like no this is my ego yeah it's it's hard like Mm. that whole thing in itself but it's like if you could walk us through even that process of like beginning that conversation of like not stopping that habit of playing the victim yeah like I said when I like left school and was kind of like trying to still play soccer a little Mm -hmm. had this job but then like found myself at the club still all the time mm-hmm. with the athletes, with the rappers, with the musicians, with the famous people and me being like my whole life. I thought that was going to be me. I thought I was going to be David Beckham. I thought I was going to be this next soccer prodigy that had the coolest style, got all the girls, bought all the bottles and mm-hmm. did all this stuff. And like being like completely transparent, like that was for sure what I believed that like my life was going to be. And like what I wanted at that point in time, I was a young kid Mm -hmm. wanting these things, especially growing up in LA and Malibu, you're exposed to all of this stuff and you not saying it's the right thing. It's, it's what I knew that was like, and it's kind of like dangled in front of you. And I even see that, like, even I know this within like people who I know who moved to LA and like, 
even later in life, but then it's a different world and you're kind of just like, oh, I want to dive into this. Yeah, 100%. And I think like when I like, I don't know, my mom probably fucking yelled at me a couple of times. Like, (laughs) shout out to mom. Yeah. Or like maybe an ex-girlfriend of mine like looked at me and was like, well, dude, you're not that or whatever. I think there was like multiple things, but really Mm -hmm. just like growing up and listening to people and seeing how other people are and seeing that there's more to life than just like being a soccer player or being famous or like making a lot of money or whatever it may be. And once I kind of like realized I'm a great person for who I am and what I can give to everyone, then that was like the start of like the transition into into all of it. But yeah. Yeah, Yeah. totally. And I, I, there's this like quote that stems in my head from like the soccer journey and Mm. that's rejection is redirection. And I think that serves, like, I always think of that in the back of my head, like with anything, because I think it then puts you on the path that you're meant to be on. And we were saying this before, like when you do the work on yourself, the path actually becomes so much clearer because you have all these realizations and that kind of goes into what I want to talk about with like Elwood Mm. because you acquired, like you bought this company, but what was that like? Like I I didn't even really know that until I started like diving deep. So that whole decision, that's a huge decision to buy something because Elwood, you bought it and it wasn't what it is now. Like you built this. Yeah. Me and my business partner Jackson Mm. um, decided like, the peak of COVID, like literally. So recent too. If, yeah. I love context because like it's yeah. only 2022 and that's two years. Yeah, it's it's two years. It feels like it's been forever and like <laughs> the growth that we've had with the team and everything. Yeah. Like I, I, I couldn't expect it to be where it is today, even though I knew it was going to be here, but like how fast it's gotten totally. here is so special. And I'm so grateful for that process and mm. progress. But yeah, I think... It, it was scary. It, it was weird. It was scary, but I always, like me and Jackson talk about this, you know, I'm very much this like, go, go, go. Like, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to mm-hmm. do this. And Jackson is more like, okay, well, like, can we like do that? Can we afford that? Like, let me look into that kind of thing. That's and, a good contrast. Yeah, no, have. it's, <laughs> it's, there's been growing pains, best friends. We've known each other since we we're five years old. So like, there's been, definitely been growing pains, yeah. but I think we're literally both at this place right now. Like I think our relationship's unbelievable from like our personal life and also in our workspace. And I'm so grateful to say that because mm-hmm. fucking hard, like working with your brother, like it's people I know say a lot of people easy. say people don't say do that. Hard. Some people yeah, say do sure. do that. What would you say to like someone listening? I, I or think a significant other. Yeah, even for that yeah, matter. significant other things. That's like really. a popular thing I've been seeing. Yeah, we've had some especially couples on the like podcast. our generation. And you know what? It, it's kind of hard to tell if yeah. it is great because people are going to put up one way on social. Yeah. So you kind yeah, of you never, never know, know the real yeah. answer. Yeah, I mean, there's no way there's no animosity or anything like going back and forth in that household, especially if they are married. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I. I wouldn't like say do it or don't do it. I think like if you're going to do it, know that you need to stand strong for what you believe and the other person's going to stand strong to what they believe. And as long as there's like the mutual understanding that like we're going to hear each other and speak about it and figure out what's the best thing for this business and move forward, I think, yeah, like do it. But I, I think no matter who you go into business with, it's it's tough. Do you but, think that yeah. opposites attract in that sense with business partners? Because I don't know if you know like Mark Brazil and Jeff from Iconic. I, I know Mark. They're, I know him Jeff. and Jeff are yeah. like complete opposites. And yeah. he spoke about that on the podcast. Like it works because they're so opposite. Yeah. Do you think that works? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Alyssa and I were talking about starting <laughs> a podcast called Opposites Attract because like we are fucking different, but we love each other, but we are different from health and wellness. And yeah. The food we I know eat I and see it in your stories, do. like yeah. her story. She'll like post a lot of people follow her on this podcast yeah. meeting and like, she'll post like her dinner, your dinner. Yeah. Like I'm eating in and out and she's eating like <laughs> fucking like her bowl. She makes these concoctions, bless her heart. She does it every night. And to be fair, they're not like horrible, but like, 
It's a lot different than what I'm eating. But like it works. that works. And yeah. Like we bond over that. But I think that the value systems that. align. Like you yeah. guys are very similar in like how you view life, how you yeah. want to like. Our core values yeah. are there and all the other stuff is, it adds for like funny conversations at home. Of totally. Like, what the fuck is that? And her saying like, what are you doing right there? Like, but I remember you did a, a cleanse at one point. I did the candida cleanse because. And you're posting on social media, like a wellness influencer. I remember that. Yeah, I was you killing were it. Good. And like you had so had many it. people wanting to hear about yeah. your journey because I remember I you had, and Liz both did it. Did she do it? She did, she it did for, some sort of like... She did it for something, to be fair, like... You went to... It was with Owl Venice, right? You did it too. Oh. Oh, no. That was some... That was... That was like a reset or something. But I can... The, both. Both are so important. Yeah, yeah. So would you recommend that? Not that... No, not the Owl one. I... No. But the Candida one... It it's hard. I had, like candida overgrowth. Yeah, apparently everyone say. does. Yeah, so, the, for sure. yeah. but just the the ones who are yeah. brave enough to do the cleanse. And I, and Liz was like, "I'll give you two weeks. That's all you're gonna get." And I did it for two months. Wait. Yeah. Was that what you're supposed to do, or you just did extra? You're supposed to do it from like a month to three months or something to kill the growth, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I was actually like vlogging that or videoing all that and like to be honest i couldn't do it without this so thank you i told you that but um to be fair at the end of those two months i i did feel better i think it's I so tough alert. in the beginning especially yeah. as like a high performing entrepreneur when you have to show up for your team and you have yeah. to be here it's hard like and i love fucking like can't eat anything on that candida diet like, yeah nothing can't fucking have ketchup you can't, <laughs> can't have anything so like that was good. I, I I don't know. I'd recommend just like eating healthy. Do you have you routine know? in your life? Um, and I, I don't mean this in like you have to have you have to say yes, because I think it's a beautiful thing when I meet entrepreneurs who are so successful and like their routine is like waking up and coming to the like that's their routine. But yeah. then some of them like I meditate for an hour. Like I think it's a beautiful thing because some people who don't vibe with the hour meditation and stuff yeah. are like, holy shit, thank God. Like yeah. if someone doesn't do that. So yeah. like, what is your routine? Every yeah. day? Like daily routine. They have changed from time in time. And time Probably again. like with lists to it's changed. Oh my God, you yeah. guys went on a morning walk this morning. I saw that. You like that, babe? People see that. I mean, she just to talk about lists and like what she's done for me is like the complete contrast to any relationship I've been in and just any people, any one person that I've surrounded myself with in this world is so like health conscious and, and, and is so dedicated to self growth. Mm -hmm. Like Alyssa is by queen far, of it. she's yeah. the queen of it. My sister is very dedicated to self-growth too, which is super cool. But like being with Liz, living with Liz, like so much of that has rubbed off on me. And I, you know, I take a lot of stuff for like what it is. Some of the things that work for her, like aren't going to work for me. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, my routine. Give it to the, just be honest. You know, like <laughs> it's it changed. I, 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 I went to like a kind of mental health rehab at the beginning of the year january to march so like i think my routine has changed after mm -hmm. that so like just talking about like that routine well i think the routine before was like a shit ton of coffee a shit ton of caffeine never meditating never going on walks not really doing stuff for myself it was when we first bought the business it was the height of covid yeah i had crazy anxiety i struggle from like very chronic anxiety at times. Especially and when your business is scaling disorder. so fast, yeah. it kind of propels that. Like some yeah. people are like, oh, the opposite. But like, no, when you have so much opportunity and so much scaling, yeah. I get that. It would just bring so much more. Yeah, it, it does. And I think like that was one of the reasons why I checked myself into this place. I actually talked to Liz about this the other night is because I knew where Elwood was going to go. Mm -hmm. Like I had seen it. I believe in myself so much and I believe in the vision and then I believe in this team that we have. It's, it's insane how we are all just like such a family and work so yeah. well together. How big is your team now? It's probably like eight of us That's now. That's amazing. Yeah. And do you, like, yeah. Do you want to keep scaling it? Yeah. I think like 
Because some people, um, yeah, some companies like you can run like you meet so many founders who are like 10, 12, but it's like a machine because I think if you have that core group so tied in, so crazy. I think that's the next facet to us is like building out like the director managerial people in those positions to then start building out under them. Totally. So it's not only just from me or, or Jackson. To backtrack a second, going into treatment, I think one of the main things when I checked myself in was like, I knew where Elwood was going to be. I knew my responsibility that I was taking on by hiring more people, mm-hmm. being the um, energy in the office mm-hmm. and b- being that role model to people well outside of just work. Um, and yeah, I think like that was a huge reason. I knew if I didn't understand where all anxiety, my anxieties were coming from and tools to work through that and all of that, all of that, like I, I, I knew I felt that feeling that like, I wouldn't be able to do it. I would let everyone down and I would let my employees down. I'd let myself down because I wouldn't be able to like fully manage what was about to happen and where we're at today. So like that, that was like a huge part of like, okay, if you're going to do this, you can't have like anxiety attacks and not go to work for a week and a half because like you're depressed. Was that happening prior to January? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of happened my whole life, Mm. but like I didn't own a company. I didn't have like crazy responsibility. I'd call in sick to work or whatever it may be. And if you, if you struggle with anxiety, like it comes in waves, like Mm. sometimes you're chill. Sometimes you're like, why the fuck do I feel this way? This is absolutely horrible. I see no way out. And I think like when I was getting super close to like checking myself self in, like it was a bunch of things, but like I, I kind of lost control and just was at a point of like, I, I like, I fully need help. And like, if I don't get help, like I I was scared for myself, you know? Mm. So, um, yeah, so, like, prior to that, like, never really cared about my mental health besides, like, Liz telling me some things and this, that, and the other. Or, like, you know, you you know, you know, talk about, like, oh, I've gone to therapy. And it's like, okay, go to therapy all you want. If you don't put in the work, therapy means absolutely nothing besides you just being able to talk to someone. And, hey, mm. no shade to people that do that. I think that's the first step. And that's totally. where I was always going of, like, yeah, all right she's here. Okay. I'm going to talk for an hour and a half and it felt great, but like, I'm not going to go put anything that he or she told me to do. I'm just going to kind of go on with my day and wait till next Tuesday to meet again. It wasn't until I went to treatment where I started putting all that into my everyday life. So yeah, meditating kind of every morning, writing in a journal, um, up until recently, like I meditated every single morning since I got out of treatment and I truly felt a change and like I can truly take myself to that place now and I'm very confident when I am having anxiety attacks or issues at work or in relationship or life and whatever I can I can go to that spot because I've practiced it so much now and I still have so much to learn but I I can get to that place where I do feel at peace for a second and then that allows my heart rate to calm down and that allows my mind to like start thinking more clearly, mm-hmm. which I never had that, that like five minutes of like, just like relax. It was totally. go, 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 crash, go, 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 crash. Like never, yeah, I never was able to like manage it the way I do now. Yeah, that's insane. That's so, and it's so incredible that like you shared that because I think a lot of people, whether it's like something they actually struggle with mental health mm-hmm. or like we're, we all go through waves too. And it's, it's so important to do the work and like have a, not kind of numb anything we're feeling, but like face them because you know, what we resist persists and like we can bury it. And then it can just hit a point where it's like, okay, shit. Like if I want to live this life that I visualize for myself, I have to do the work and it could be scary, but like it takes so much to do it. So I love, like, thank you for sharing because I think it, it inspires other people. Like 
your actions inspire so many people. Just even just, we were talking about this also before with like you just being the way you are, you yeah. inspire people around you when you're unapologetic to also be unapologetic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I hope one person that's listening, I don't know, picks up the phone and calls a friend for help, someone mm -hmm. for help, or like, I don't know, it's people have come to me in my life and really close people that kind of feel so alone, you know, when they're going through these things and like, I fucking get it. And like, I think the number one thing I say is like, I, I promise you you're not alone because there are so many people that feel this and so many people that have gone through this. Um, and I'm confident to say that I have, it's a scary thing to like, look at and that's why i think face. it's so important to like talk about it and i know people are like you know on, on social it's like normalize these things but to me i think it hits harder to like the demographic that i want to hit with this when you talk to other high performing entrepreneurs or people who are like have ego right now mm. with being like no it's just what i do it to be successful or like people put up these like walls especially in like the la scenes that like we may be in for work you just yeah. like a lot of people put up a front when behind the scenes it may not be all that like sunshine and rainbows, yeah. you know? Yeah. I've been here for 30 years, but not know, 15 years in like the scene and people and like, yeah, there, mm -hmm. yeah, there's no way it's all looks like that. Yeah. Instagram. It's, it's just so interesting. But you crush Instagram with everything uh, like know. the feed, the, the content you guys put out, like the yeah. aesthetic, like it's just, I always say how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. And it's so like with your personal brand and Elwood and like everything you guys touch is like so good. Appreciate it. Like that's, I, the, that's the team. That's how does me. that like? How did that even like? For, is that just your brain? I'm assuming. Like your creative directors. Yeah. When we hire people, I just say like, I, I want you to feel a part of like my family, and like, mm -hmm. I want you to feel comfortable with me outside of work talking to you about things that come to your mind. Like, I want everyone to just feel at home, and then, I think that's like the first step of like getting people to like buy into like who you are as a person, if they're going to come here and work with you all the time, like why not like be friendly about it or like open with one another. And, and I think it changes in the work that they put out. Cause like I was watching your series on YouTube mm -hmm. and you did like plug your, your team and like, yeah. you're like, they just, the, your photographer, you're yeah. like, she just gets it. Yeah. She knows yeah, the she vibe. And I think when you create that culture, your team, like, they just pick it up too. Yeah. I believe in leading by example mm -hmm. a lot. And my, one of my biggest mentors, like he leads by example for sure. And like, you feel it when you work for him, you know? And like, totally. I think that's one thing that I've always wanted as being an employee and now being an employer. Like yeah. I want to make people just feel good and like, heard and understood and listened to and like empowered and I mean I'm I'm the first one to say I I am the creative director but like this isn't all me this is kind of everyone and this look is, at that work of like yeah. the ego that's yeah. like so profound because like a lot of people who have ego they're like I am the founder I yeah. built this yeah. but this is like the opposite of that and it's it's really beautiful to hear with like even you know the aesthetic of everything, you know, the, the launches, the drops, how, like, do you have a process for com like coming to terms with that? Cause I know some people may be like, Oh, I meditate in the vision or like, yeah. do you like have a ritual where you like go to a new city? And I know some people we've had on, they like travel to like Europe to yeah. go get like, what's your process for like figuring out a new drop? Cause you guys do these like capsule drops and they sell out instantly. Yeah. yeah hopefully you're going to, with what's really been working for us that we've seen it are these little drops. Like we never are the one to drop like a 20 piece capsule at one time. It's just, it's just not who we are. We, 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 we kind of view ourselves as like a marketing company rather than like a clothing company at the mm -hmm. moment of just being able to like, I guess like to your point, the process of the routine is like create good product, shoot great content, drop that product, 
create more product, shoot that content, drop more product and just constantly go through that path and like that process. And that's like what's really been working for us of constantly staying in the consumer's face. There's instant gratification. Like look at all of us. We're on our phones all day long. We're looking at new things to buy. We're looking at this. We're looking at Joe Schmo that just got that new car. it's, It's all just like, wait, I need this. I might need this. So it's like, I guess like trying to understand consumer behavior as much as possible. It's like our generation, we just want to see new shit. That's what we want. Mm-hmm. Even and if, like, almost like the exclusivity of it too. Like, cause yeah. you have to make them wait. Yeah. I, 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 so Supreme, it, right? it does. A, it gives hype. Yeah. Supreme. Mm-hmm. What James Jevia was able to create. And he's obviously been doing it for years and years and years, but I mean, it's fucking insane. Like the scarcity that he creates yeah. with his drops and, it's gotten a little different now that it was bought out by of image, but there's still the scarcity there. And like, I think that was like one of our things of like, can we be this hybrid between scarcity and then like having like the tank top on our website at all time mm-hmm. for every gal or guy to go buy yeah. or a core shirt or a sweatpant or a hoodie, right? Like our core styles. What can we do? from an inventory management standpoint and operate at such a high level to have that constantly on our website. Whereas like the Elwood hotel hat or a hat like I'm wearing, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you better be ready to come get this cause it's going to go. So yeah. it's kind of trying that fine line. You know, we lose, we, we don't lose money. We leave a ton of money on the table of the Elwood hotel cap. So like sold out in 22 minutes was unbelievable. We probably could have sold thousands of more, hoodies or whatever but it's kind of to the point of what's that going to do for like the brand in five years from now would that extra whatever amount of money be worth that or is like that scarcity of like them knowing that they need to sign up next time that this is going to be exclusive to them they feel empowered and happy that they got that piece of clothing from us yeah so it's it's i go back and forth with my team every day about this and if they watch this they will be be laughing like it's Mm -hmm. every day I contradict myself with like wait but should we do this but wait wait no 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 like because that uh, actually let's do that and I think contradiction is so important yeah when owning a company or whatever not even owning a company just self-awareness like contradict yourself and like ask those questions of like what other people might be feeling or what how this could affect others and so much there and I also think because back to the team point like because you fostered that environment where you have like a beautiful space where you guys come in and it's a company culture that's so positive and they feel comfortable like being like actually what about this and I think it's all on the leader yeah but I have two parts to that what you were saying because it's so good the first thing I wanted to ask is like do you look at other brands I know it's like you're in your own lane but like you know that hit the same demo like do you Mm. look at like oh like Mad Happy is doing it this way like or it seems to me like just hearing you you don't or if you do you just try like you mute it Yeah, I definitely do. And I definitely used to a lot more. I wanted to be the coolest designer and have the runway shows. And I wanted every single athlete to wear my piece of clothing once It's like a lot of clothing brands. Like I interview different founders of clothing. They're like, I want. But I also think that it doesn't always have the effect. Like when you want something so bad and you place all your expectations in it, yeah. it never goes the way you want. Like you get it, no, you no conversions. Like that it's not the end all be all. It, yeah. it, it depends, right? I think it stems back to like my roots. But of you've like had starting. Justin Bieber wear your stuff yeah. a lot. I saw him yesterday, him and yeah. Haley at oh. Soho House. Uh, I, it was so Probably dark not. in there, yeah. but I was like dead. And then the first thing I thought, I was like, oh, I'm interviewing Justin Morrow. Yeah. And like, that's yeah. his boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Probably that was, was so wearing sick. Elwood. Yeah. I definitely look at brands. I, there's so many fucking creative people in LA. Like it's so inspiring. But I think you also have a really beautiful perspective on how you look at other brands. Some people can look at it from the lens of competition. Like yeah. I can't, but you're like, it's as inspiring. The more the merrier. Oh, like, I, I like I love the competition. If yeah. like, you don't have competition, you're doing, I, I believe like you're kind of doing something wrong. Like mm. I, th- I thrive from it, but in like a good way, in totally. like a way of like getting the team riled up and excited to like, let's go compete. I grew up playing soccer. I loved competing mm. on the field. And like, it's been a process to like 
get away from like the jealousy competition comparing versus like, okay, drop the ego, Justin, that fucking brand knew how to create that. They have a different outlook on things like kudos to them. That's fucking rad. Like what can you learn from that and put into your brand? And like, I really think that's the biggest focus Mm -hmm. of like creating this white space for like who we are. And like, there's brands like us for sure. But I believe in our quality with like our vision of mass market with the products that we put out and then the price, like it all is this kind of white space that has kind of come together. You can go on Elwood and anyone can wear anything like that's That's the beauty of it. None of it's like a lot of these brands that I see, no shade to them. Mm -hmm. They're fucking rad. Some of it's not fucking wearable. And like that, but that's them. They know that they want that. They don't want every single person wearing it. Like I want to own a one piece of everyone's outfit in America. Like that's the goal. I like love that, that would be so cool. Yeah. Match it up with your Balenciaga hoodie. Like I don't care. Like yeah. that's fucking rad. But like, can I offer you that at the price? And can I, can I really offer like the masses? I think Nike is so rad where like mm-hmm. everyone can wear Nike and it's still cool. You can be a homeless person. You can be LeBron James. Nike is still fucking cool no matter who puts it on their body. Yeah. And like that's always been so inspiring to me of like they've been able to constantly hold that value as a company. And like mm-hmm. that's what I want with Elwood of like not necessarily to be the next Nike, but like why can't I create the cool brand yeah. that you're not paying $700 for a hoodie, $400 for a hoodie, $200 for a hoodie. You're paying $60 for a hoodie. Mm-hmm. But the branding around it, the company culture, our content feels not necessarily high end, but feels like there's there's substance to it. I'm not just an Instagram brand that's running ads and making it all overseas and like there's not even totally. a face behind it, right? So yeah. like, there's so many places where you can fit in the clothing world, I think, today. Yeah, there and there's so many ways to do it and no way is wrong. Like even yeah. with like yeah. you know, like a lot of brands, it'd be interesting to get your take on it. Um a lot of brands are they leverage influencers, yeah. right? Like yeah. they do not even like just like paying an influencer X amount to post, but like capsule collections yeah. with an influencer to drive all the traction. And then and it's so common. And I think like you guys don't do any like in that compat i don't think is it a part of like i think it's a strategy i think like Alyssa, my business partner's wife mika like i think it's all just like really come organic that's what i was saying because it's like so the intention's different even with like how everyone posts yeah it's like yeah like we haven't ever paid very authentic yeah yeah it's authentic and i don't know whenever the team talks about it it's like and don't get me wrong, like, I think, like, paid influencer and paid marketing and all that, like, there's going to be a time for Elwood to do it. It's, like, who's the right one? Who are we doing it with? And why are we doing it? Like, mm-hmm. instead of just saying, okay, you got a million followers, here's this, go and post totally. some shit. Because, like, you know, I believe in the product so much and I believe in, like, what we're putting out where, like, I feel like I could send it to anyone, i.e., the most famous person in the world, Justin Bieber, and he's choosing to wear it in like in his own way, like literally his own way, vision for sure. too of like having people style it in any way they want. Yeah, he literally what you just spoke out, he did. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think like that's kudos to the team of like mm. putting it all together. And I have a question for you on that. Yeah, do you acknowledge the wins? You know, like I feel like this in my own journey. Yeah. Like I look back at like the Aisha three years ago, and she would have loved to have been this version now, but this version now is like, and I'm just being honest, is not even honoring this version now. I'm like waiting for the the version I see that's coming in like yeah. five years. And yeah. I noticed this so much in myself, like you never just like wake up, like I just say like, oh, new level, new devil. Like my problems now are different than how they were so long ago, but I would have dreamed to be this version. Mm. Do you like acknowledge these wins? Or like, how can someone do it? Because I think it's important too. Yeah. But it's so hard. Like I'm speaking like, I I don't. Sometimes, I guess to Mm -hmm. short sometimes. But, you know, I think like when people look up to me for like, what are we going to do, right? Like our employees and stuff. I think like, I think it's a huge process for myself 
to be able to like take a step back and feel those wins and like, but it's really, I think a bigger process as a leader to acknowledge the team and like sit with your team and acknowledge the wins together with all the work they've put in. They put in so much work. Mm -hmm. I could not do any of this without them. And like, I think that's the biggest goal of mine is to make them feel like, look, this is this win. Look what we've done. Let's sit and bask in it for a second. To contradict myself, does that happen all the time? Sure. It happens on our Monday yeah. morning meeting where we meditate every morning. Wait, I love that. Yeah. How long? Uh, we do like a five to eight minute meditation in every Monday. Here? Yeah, in this room. Are you big on a com- like the company coming in? I know Fridays, like when we're filming this, yeah. it's a remote yeah. day, but are you like big on that? I know COVID was a pattern interrupt. Yeah. But like, it seems like it's super... Like it, it's a must for your company culture. Yeah, the vibes that's, are in that's person. been another thing. Yeah, no, I see it as like, yeah, we work Monday through Thursday. We start at 1030, which is fucking rad. And like, what time do you end at? Whenever, whenever everyone wants to leave. If work's done, you Everyone's leave. listening to me like, can I work for Elwood? No, it, it's again, like we've created something cool here where it's like, it's truly that. And like, that's how yeah. I talk. That's, that, that that's what it is. And, yeah, I think company culture is so big and I I am a firm believer with how I am and that's how the business is going to be is like, yeah, let's all be here together and vibe together and hang out and do stuff and you got to leave, leave. Like, I don't care. Like, that's awesome. I don't know. The thing I always say when we hire people is just like, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Like, I still love you. Like, you're still yeah. rad. Like. I'm hiring you for a reason because I think you're capable of doing the job. I feel like you're also super self-aware and intuitive where like when you meet someone, I feel like the people you take a bet on of like hiring, they're the real deal. Yeah. Like I feel like you would just know right away just from like. And it's happened. And we've we've had the part waves with people, you know, and like I just I'm a pretty good judge of character. I, I think that's all I look for is character. I think. The person's either going to like understand what we're asking for him or her to do. And like, they're either going to get the work done or like they're not. And like, okay, love you, but it's not working out. We're running a business. Let's move on. But it's so open like that from the beginning. Like so open. Like I'm so transparent with that. And I think they like it. And again, like, I think there's certain facets of this business where it's like, you need the experience to do certain things. But like I said, we're like a marketing team. A lot of us are content and like everyone's learning that content is still so new. There's no person that's this like, I've been doing this for 35 years. Like, And this is the way that it always works. It never is like that. Instagram, what, 10 years ago now? Or I don't know if this is the truth, but like 10 years ago is when it really started getting whatever. And then six years ago, it started getting big. And then TikTok two years ago, like there's no person that fully understands TikTok the way we're all just trying. So it's like when I hire those people, I'm just like, as long as you're a good fucking person and want to work hard, teach me. I want to learn. I love that. You know, I love that. What's the vision for, I know you spoke a lot about Elwood, but like personally too, what is the vision five? Let's do five, 10 year vision, Mm -hmm. I guess five to 10, like in that range, where do you see yourself personally? And then the brand, like what's your life look like? Like paint the picture. Uh, doing something I love. If it's, if it's Elwood, we're still doing Elwood. If it's something else, like from a work perspective, like doing something that I love, I I love Mm -hmm. working at Elwood. I love doing what I do, but continuing this. I feel so good with what I do. I love my purpose right now in life. I love working with my team. I love learning from them like this. I I love Mm -hmm. doing this. So if I could remain doing Elwood and we're cranking in five to seven years from now, I would be so happy to keep doing this. And then I think like a personal life, like hopefully like married. Let's hear that. Maybe some kids, you know. <laughs> a lot of my friends have kids, and like I know, Alyssa and Jackson's I, yeah, so Jackson's having cute. another one. Oh, and, and, so cute. and like, yeah, I, I think like kids for sure in five years from now or something like that. Um, would you raise a family in Malibu? I know you guys did that for the summer. Yeah, I would love Malibu. to. It's whatever you know, listen, I decide on, but I do think it's like a beautiful place i think it also just depends like i don't know if i want to do that drive anymore so if elwood is still going like 
I don't know if we would live in Malibu right away, but I think the long-term goal for myself, me and Liz would have to discuss, but it would be Malibu potentially. I love that. I loved growing up there. Mm. This has been such a pleasure. It's like full circle. We hit on so many things and I just want to honor you and thank you for being so open and sharing because it's always so nice when someone comes on and they're like just an open book and and sharing from the heart because it was all so genuine. Um, I love leaving like the audience with either like the best piece of advice that you could, that maybe hit for you or something like maybe the best lesson you've learned, something that could be like a one sentence piece. It could Mm. be anything that just to hit. So anyone who's listening, they have something to like kind of add to their toolkit and maybe it hits in any way. And it could be, there's no right or wrong answer. Obviously it's like any, anything that's maybe um, comes for you. The most important thing with my growth that I have experienced is, is like, the truth that like, yeah, you're not alone with like anything that you're feeling or going through or from a work environment or a relationship or whatever. Like, I think the biggest thing is just like, yeah, you're not alone. And like, there are people out there that can help you and all of that. But I think like, if anything, that was the scariest part for me, always Mm. feeling that I was alone. So such a nice reminder to hear you guys can re-listen to that little (laughs) soundbite right there but justin can you plug away like we will have everything linked in the show notes but plug yourself verbally where's the best place for people to hang out with you instagram totally i know Uh, everyone's probably gonna be racing to uh just for the next drop we'll well, have to time this around a drop (laughs) yeah no that would be sick elwoodclothing.com at elwood at my personal check us on tiktok we're learning and trying to like navigate that crazy opportunist i know i'm like that's a whole new whirlwind of a conversation it's like do the same content pieces work like it's a whole new beast i know it's crazy but yeah just follow us on socials follow myself Alyssa. just yeah you'll see us we'll be around amazing well we'll have it all linked below and i'll see you guys in the next one Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today and listening to this episode. If you got value from this week's episode, it would mean the world if you can send this episode to a friend, copy and paste this link on whatever platform you're listening on and send them this episode their way. Tell them that they need to listen, join the family, join the coffee and a good vibe movement because we would love to expand the family. If you could take two seconds to give us a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on, that also always helps the show reach more people. I'm sending you so much love wherever you're at in your day and I will see you guys in the next one.